0: Now it is time for Inspirational Women, and my guest, Tracy Dunblazer, a Los Angeles based spiritual empath, shaman, and an eight time National Award winning author. Tracy's latest book is Conquer Your Karmic Relationships, a guidebook of sorts with stories and information about, well, really ourselves, and the relationship we have with everything and everyone around us, and how to be much more self aware and evolve in our own life's journey. Tracy Dunblazer, good morning, and thank you so greatly for being with us today. Oh, it's my
1: pleasure, Kate. Wonderful to be here.
0: Great things, great stuff that we have to discuss this morning. You're a prolific writer, for one thing. We're going to be talking about your newest book, Conquer Your Karmic Relationships. And we're going to be talking, too, as uh, our stream of consciousness and in terms of your work as an intuitive and as a as a shaman, which really uh, feels so comforting and enveloping. Um, so, as we get started, we think about your book and and your work, Tracy. Karma comes into it. And I think many of us might have a kind of skewed or not good, clear understanding of karma. So maybe we could start with the meaning of that.
1: Of course. So well, what's interesting, when, when, when the, the buzzword karma, people always think of that as some sort of immediate punishment for your bad acts. <laughs> and it is not bad. It is not about punishment and reward. Uh, Karma is actually a a Sanskrit word that means uh, action and reaction. So the concept is that for whatever action you take over time and space, there's a ripple that's sent out. And when you take many actions, there are many ripples that have a a wave effect of energy through time and space. And so if you're a person who believes in past lives, then you – It's kind of how we explain luck um, in, in 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 certain lifetimes, or people who just constantly have bad stuff happen to them because they have created a pattern of having bad stuff happen to them, or it is necessary for them to understand the reactions to their actions. So I want to say one other thing to kind of clarify that is that when when we like let's say we take if you take an action against someone. What's important for you and for them is that everybody in the situation have an understanding of the impact of those actions. And so when we talk about punishment and reward, the idea is, is really that if you, eventually you will know, not that if you slap somebody's face, they're gonna, you're going to get slapped back, but more so you're going to understand how it felt for that person to experience what you did. You too will feel that. And so the karma that we're talking about are the patterns that are built up over time through many actions taken, habits, or what have you, that
0: have an impact on what you attract to you and how you impact others. And so this can relate, as you mentioned just earlier, about potentially, uh, you know, people who would believe in past lives, and it could certainly evolve from there and by the same token it's this life everything that we are doing the actions that we take the thoughts that we have the path that we're right. walking right living
1: right the habits the habits that we have if we if we are a person who is hypervigilant all the time let's say let's say someone who has been victimized that person goes through a period of time of being hypervigilant and cautious about everyone and everything and often distrusting and That creates a habit that when they finally grieve, they then have to change that habit of being hypervigilant and they have to really trust that whatever information that they need, that they'll get in perfect time to keep themselves safe. All of this boils down to our amygdala in the center of our brain and our fight or flight. It's the way our body remembers to stay, to keep our soul in our body that's what these imprints do is they keep us alive Mm. and it's kind of basic when you, when you bring it down to that level.
0: Yes, absolutely. It's, um, (laughs) I never thought of it as being quite so well, basic, so concrete, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, because I
1: think, I think too, that, uh, you know, they, (laughs) somebody, Somebody made mention to me the other day, like karma, karma is what, what people say about their ex-wives or husbands. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, and that made me laugh, but that is, that's the punishment and re- reward belief. Karma is not punishment or reward. It is, it's a, it's a mechanism, A, to keep our body safe, but on a spiritual level, like at the highest level, it, it's an opportunity for us to learn about who we are, what we do and the power that we have.
0: So this is important awareness to, to actually move or transcend this from the physical to the spiritual and look at our actions from that lens or perspective.
1: Yes, exactly. It gives us, it gives us objectivity
0: and so for someone who perhaps is this sounds new to them, is there a process, maybe reading the book? I, and I think that Conquer Your Karmic Relationships is somewhat of like a, a guidebook. So could we yeah. turn to the book for stories and, and guidance as to how to go through this?
1: Yes. So, you know, uh, in most books, most literary works, they have, you know, a table of contents with maybe 12 to 15 chapters. Well, I've got like a (laughs) hundred. I have the longest table of contents because I designed the book to be for someone like me who has a very short attention span, who wants to get to the information. I want to get to it immediately. And so uh, there are anecdotes and stories that talk about everything Karma relates to everything. It relates to our soulmates and our romantic relationships, but it also relates to our relationship to authority, fear, death, right? It relates to our relationship to food and money and our resources. Um, it, it relates to our religion and our sexuality and our, you know, the way we relate to the idea of divinity, right? All of those things, we have karmic imprints that inform us about what we believe to be true until we can access what is the truth. And when I say that, I mean there is a universal truth that we all must experience. Like people when they talk about inferiority or superiority, that's not true. No one is no one is superior and no one is inferior. But that belief system is going to guide someone to the point at which they can learn the universal truth that everyone is truly in value equal. We all contribute something. And once we're aware of that, which we contribute to the whole, then we can stand in that. We can feel our power in that. Right. And, and yes. everything up into that is, is a, is a struggle, right? A struggle to realize yourself.
0: Right. And, Oh, I remember some years and years ago, someone talking about this being like a very thin veil that you could draw across, and that's the difference between that kind of feeling. Let's take superiority and inferiority and just feeling being, just being. Yes. That that it's just, it's a real mind shift.
1: It is. It is, and in that... In that mind shift, there is a a uniformity almost, a uniformity of uniqueness, (laughs) right? Because everybody can really, there's a whole other level of self-awareness, and there's a self-acceptance, and if there's self-acceptance, there can be acceptance of others. But everything up until a person gets to that place, it's all about conflict and struggle. It's about being a victim or being a warrior, one of the two, And, and everyone will be on both sides of that. There is not one person who's ever going to be on just one side. And that's what karma makes sure of. Karma makes sure we understand both sides of the coin so that when it's time for us, that we can level up to another coin to, <laughs> to, to go with that metaphor.
0: Oh, so there. what that then means is that if we think of this in terms of lessons too, is that there's a new lesson kind of at a higher level at a, a, at a greater level of awareness, a greater level of awareness.
1: And, you know, one of the, one of the buzzwords that we use to express that is, is frequency, Ah. right? And frequency just means something is moving faster with, with more revolutions per minute. And the more, the, the more slowly one thinks, And the more dense their circumstances or environment is, they're not able to think quickly. They're not able to move quickly. Their energy moves slowly. So they must, and that's where it keeps them centered in that illusion of possibly being victimized, therefore needing to, you know, get to others before they're gotten to, right? It's that fight or flight. And what we're talking about is as your vibration shifts up, it, it, it goes faster. It doesn't mean that you're superior, it just means you're moving faster. You're going to connect with other people who are moving just as fast as you, who think similarly to you and that they are at the same vibration, which means that – and that doesn't mean that they're the same. You can have very different opposing ideas but be at the same vibration because the vibration is your willingness and ability to know who you are and accept others as they are, not trying to change them.
0: And, that, and that's a big one. That is such a big one. I was just going to say it's such <laughs> a big one that that is something that um, I would say we are all in great need of it. I'm only going to focus on us <laughs> as this country. But, yes. you know, with the divisiveness that exists, this is a big one for us to learn and to em- embody. Right. Right. Here, here's the thing.
1: Let's talk talk about, like you're talking about the divisiveness. Our goal is not to change others, to spend our time and energy changing other people. Our goal is to be so expanded in our own heart that we can love those people. And in loving those people, it gives them nothing to fight against but themselves. When you don't give somebody an excuse to blame it on you, or to make it about you, or make it about what you do, all they are faced with is themselves and their own self-loathing. And we all have it. It's self-loathing is a is a uh, very impo- important and powerful tool that we come in with to a recognize our physical body. It's the way the spirit recognizes the body is through self-loathing. God, what is this big blob of carbon I'm carrying around, right? That's, that's how we acknowledge it because our spirit is used to being free mm. and moving and the body takes time and effort to learn and to be cultivated into moving quickly. Right. So, yes. it, it, you know, when we talk about our relationship to food, money, and uh, our resources, people, people who are deeply emotional and they're moving a lot in the emotional space have a tendency to hold more weight than others who don't. And the reason why that is, is because it creates a sense of safety for that fast movement in emotion, that all of that feeling that they have all the time. Right. And, and yeah. people will go through phases of that. It's not necessarily who they are. It literally is a phase you will go through. Now people can go through a phase of that for an entire life or several lifetimes, right? Whatever the pattern is that they have. But at any point, they can recognize the pattern and change it up
0: so this is so key is becoming aware being aware and noting this and in doing so we can make these changes we can raise that frequency
1: yes yes and and it <sighs> It starts with self-acceptance, or or not just self-acceptance, of course, self-acceptance, but accepting things as they are. Right now, the world is in chaos on many levels. Accept that. You don't have to like it. Accept that you don't like it. Accept that it frightens you. Accept that it leaves you uh, feeling powerless. Right? When you accept all of those things, you're like, oh, okay, I'm feeling powerless. So, now what? Right? The minute we can get past how we're feeling, we can say, now what? And spirit will always come through with now what? Your higher self, your creator, your God, whatever. Yourself, your heart will tell you now what if you'll get there.
0: and it comes back again to that awareness being knowing this so that we can be part of well the changes for ourselves but absolutely multiply this by every single being on this planet yes, yes. and the chaos could begin to dissipate
1: Absolutely. And here's the thing, ebbs and flows come. Chaos and disintegration happen so that integration can happen. Integration and focus. So that, that is a natural, universal uh, way of being, is expansion and ret- retraction. And so there are people, like, like we, you see right now, we have uh, people who are protesting and joining forces together to say we're not going to live with certain things anymore. Those people are, uh, you know, kind of a ring up They They are, they're in a place where they're not, o- they're not only are they able to accept themselves and the world as it is, but they are in a position to consider others and then begin to champion them and with them and by, and champion themselves for themselves. Right. And so that, that, that's like a vibration that all those people come together to do that. Right. That's a, that's a thing. Right. Yes. If you're a, if if a person is out there and they're really struggling with just getting up in the morning, um, they're feeling depressed. They don't know what to do. All they need to be focusing on is where they're at and what they need. What does their body need to be whole? What does their mind need to feel a little more comfortable? Uh, the first lesson of being comfortable is to recognize that you are deeply uncomfortable. You know, express those feelings of discomfort, express those feelings of fear, you know, address whatever it is that you're feeling so that you can go, okay, now what? And again, anytime, if you, if you say to yourself, now what, spirit is going to give you a now what? It's going to give you what you need to go to the next, to your next level. And eventually you're going to spin out of that place and you're going to join others who are no longer in that place. And you're all going to, you're going to join forces and move together to the next place. And we're seeing that all over the planet.
0: That's a. You've got to start yeah, where you are. That is a beautiful way to explain it and express it, so that we can we can grasp it for where we are at this moment.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's all. Every individual has the power they need at any given time, no matter what their situation looks like. And when you're in a bad situation, the power set, the power that you have is to go, you know what, <laughs> this is a bad situation, now what? Give yourself that out. Ask the question. You know, are you going to find out things about yourself you don't like? Of course you will. Nobody really likes themselves until they do. <laughs> right? <laughs> you're not alone. Everybody got something. Right? This illusion of perfection or this illusion that, we all have to be happy. Happy is, is the willingness to go, wow, my life is so awful right now. I can't, I can't even take it. Right? But to, to be happy that, that you can recognize that.
0: And illusion is a really powerful word because that's what it is around us. We are seeing yeah. this, these illusions.
1: Yes. Yes, we are. Uh, fear. Fear is a huge illusion. And, and again, fear comes up on a physical level to keep our body alive. And then what we have done, uh, so, so you have your physical body, and then you have a layer of energy, which you don't necessarily see, but it is denser, it is thicker than other bodies of energy. Uh, it, it moves more slowly. It's called our body double and it's the energy, la- energy layer that holds the imprint, the energetic imprint of our habits or our beliefs. Like I believe all people are X, and that's what's going to keep me safe, right? The, the lowest that we are is held in that body double to keep us safe. Our goal is to say, you know what, I am safe. I'm always safe. No matter who I'm around, no matter where they're at, I see people as they are. And if I see someone who truly does not have good intention for me, I can move away from the situation. I can move away before anything happens because I'm always safe. And if I'm always safe, I'm always going to be moved into safety. I'm going to get the information I need and be able to move with it. And that doesn't mean move against others. That just means move out of the situation move away, cross the street, go inside, go outside, right? There, there's multiple levels of the idea of being safe. So the, the most basic one is our physical safety. Then we have our emotional safety, right? So yes. emotional safety has a lot to do with how we see ourselves and, and the illusions that we believe about ourselves. Uh, I believe I'm right or I am wrong, right? Those are both illusions, because everything is just what it is. It's not right or wrong. You may not like it, and therefore you won't do it again. Right? That's what we call being wrong and then being right. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. So uh, as, as we make that transition into there, everything has, has two sides, and if we can understand it as a whole and the need for both elements, we can get what we need and keep moving, and that's, that's what every individual is having to do. And, and one thing about the pandemic is it made us. It said, you know what, you, you, you can't go anywhere. You can't anesthetize yourself with all the things that you were doing before. And I'm going to create such a situation that you're going to deal with whatever fear you have, it is going to come up now. If you had latent depression, if you had anxiety, well, now I'm going to expand it so that you can see it and address it. Why is this here? What are you doing? What's happening? What's happening? You know, most people figured out how much they didn't like themselves and sometimes how much they didn't like each other. We have, you know, these <laughs> huge breakup rates and, and divorce rates in one year of people now being forced to deal with ways they were living that were not conducive to their, to their being and their joyfulness and their health and their wellness, right? And, and yes. that's all very positive. Mhm. Right, but it but it makes people let go of this illusion that marriage is forever.
0: Well, right,
1: Mer- marriage is what you make of it.
0: And there is the illusion of it being negative or bad whereas pull pull that away and well, it just wasn't what it what it needed to be for me and we move on rather than yes, making it wrong. Right
1: exactly you can you can uh you know i th- i think some probably really magnificent friendships were built in relationships where there in marriages where there may have been no friendship there may, may have been all of this expectation which is why when they were forced to deal with one another they're like oh i didn't know that i didn't know that was where you were at or i didn't know that that was what you liked or what you wanted or who you were you know i didn't know that i wanted that i didn't know that i liked that i didn't know i needed that right all of these self realizations make people recognize how much harder it is to be compatible. (laughs) Compatibility comes with acceptance. Like I, I accept that I like this and I accept that you like that. And I accept that we won't be doing those things together. Right. (laughs) But any illusion that people had about their intimate relationships, it, you know, it was, it was shattered for many people. And, and for many other people, it, it reinforced who they felt themselves to be and it challenged them to understand compromise on a whole other level. When you talk about karma, uh, someone's willingness and ability to compromise is a huge karmic character trait. Your ability to flow with how things are going at any given time. That's a pattern. That's a pattern that you were born with or you weren't. And if you weren't, you have to cultivate it. And if you were, you know, chances are you may have to learn how to set boundaries because you go with the flow all the time and sometimes go with the flow that you don't want to go with because you're not used to saying, you know what, no, I don't want to do that, right? So yes. it doesn't matter what side you're on, there's something. There's something for you to get out of it.
0: So I feel then, just as you're expressing all of this, this Tracy, it it feels really great, you know, seeing how our life is this experience of of lessons that we're here to learn and we may have forgotten that that's what life our life here on this planet is this pandemic has I think put us in that position to really notice that if we will notice it yes. but it's given us that opportunity
1: yes 100% yeah. and it's it, it, this pandemic or life is your opportunity to recognize all you're capable of and, and that you are powerful in all situations, if you will claim that. You know, that's 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 what I want to leave people with most, is that we are all powerful. Whatever situation you're in, you're powerful in it, so look for that. Look for why that's true.
0: That is so great. Along, uh, Along with your question of, you know, what's next, that is so or now what? You know that we mm-hmm. Now what? Now what? What will Now what? The answer will come uh because we are expressing that we're ready for whatever right. it is to come.
1: Right. And you don't even have to feel ready
0: to be ready. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so be ready for that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my goodness, gracious. Well, I You know, there's just so much that we could discuss, and yet I think the essence of the message you have really shared with us uh, so wonderfully, Tracy, and— you know, we mentioned your book, Conquer Your Karmic Relationships. So I, I love, as you said, that it's so many multiple chapters because that's kind of part of the times too, is that short and succinct is great because that might be where our attention span is. So the, the book is available. Search for it at all our favorite sources, And yeah. uh, of course, let's mention your website because that also has so much valuable information.
1: Absolutely, TracyDunblazer.com. That's T-R-A-C-E-E, Dunblazer, D-U-N-B-L-A-Z-I-E-R.com, and you'll get everything that I do. You'll find it there, and find all of my social media. And I would love—I love it when people reach out. I want to hear from you. I, I love when people get the book and they—they they send me book selfies <laughs> because it's so important to be a part of. Uh, when, when, when you uh, this this book comes from the Demon Slayers Handbook series. It's a it's the third in a series, and uh, you you become ha- hashtag be a slayer. You become a slayer when you become a part of this movement. That means you're owning your power. You are owning who you are and who you were meant to be. Who you're becoming
0: and accomplishing the reason, accomplishing our life purpose. Yes. Right. Well, yes. It's so wonderful. It's really energizing and exciting. And Tracy Dunblazer, I just can't express how grateful I am to you for taking time with us and doing the work that you're doing, because it really has opened up, I believe, new horizons for all of us.
1: Thank you. That's beautiful to say. I love it.
0: Now, it's our Sunday morning shout out for the Teddy Bear Patrol. For 32 years and counting, Bartell Drugs and Warm 106.9 have proudly partnered together along with employees and customers to collect teddy bears to support local children in need. Through this program, Operation Teddy Bear, customers have the opportunity to purchase a teddy bear at their neighborhood Bartell's and place it in a bin at the front of the store. Every bear purchased through March 27th will be matched by Bartels. What happens to the bears after they've been collected? Well, Catherine and the Teddy Bear Patrol distribute them to a wide network of hospitals, local police and fire departments, EMTs, local shelters, schools, and many more places. These bears are at the ready to comfort a local child who's faced a traumatic or difficult experience. This includes a child who's had to make a visit to the ER, just experienced a car accident, or been faced with a difficult medical issue. Over the years, Bartels has had the opportunity to help more than 30,000 kids in the greater Puget Sound area. In 2020, we exceeded all expectations and collected over 36,000 bears. These bears can positively impact the lives of many. They not only help children, but they also help the caregiver of those children. This program creates a strong ripple effect. All Bartels locations are participating in the donation drive through March 27th. Simply visit your neighborhood location, purchase an official teddy bear for just $8, and Bartels will match the contribution bear for bear. And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of inspirational women with Tracy Dunblazer and Sunday Morning Magazine with Dr. Diana Handel. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I'll get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 106.9 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab, then either of the show names, and then look for the guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of growing self-awareness for holistic healing in our life's journey. Have a week of the same, and then please plan to join me again next weekend or another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Warm 106.9. Good morning.